Welcome to the Brain Gangster Podcast, where we talk about ways to improve brain health and happiness using mindful lifestyle techniques. Every week, we touch on topics such as sex, food, fitness, life, health, love, and soul. I'm your host, mindful athlete and lifestyle coach Stacey Turris, along with my co-host and super homie, the mindful money maestro, Miss Carrie Treadway. What's happening, everybody? Hey, we are going to be talking about sapping today. Not going to lie. Okay, besides sapping, today we're going to be talking about ways colors can affect your body, your mood, and your space. Who knew? Yes, color plays an important role on how we feel, on our moods, our emotions. It's an even an easy way to be able to figure out the nutrients in our food just by looking at the color of the food. So we need to use this Brain Gangster tool to our advantage. So on today's podcast, we will be touching on the psychology of color, the cheap and lazy ways to add pops of color to your space, and food nutrients by color. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, BrainGangsterBeats.com. This podcast is brought to you by Brain Gangster Beats Audio Brainwave Entrainment Series. Brain Gangster Beats is a natural and super cool way to tweak your brain. Just listening to Brain Gangster Beats using headphones or earbuds can actually change your brainwave activity, which we all know is directly connected to your state of mind. Using different frequencies in the audio files, we can achieve whatever mental state you're looking for at that moment. Relaxed, focused, energetic, fearless, you name it. Visit BrainGangsterBeats.com to check out the entire series, downloadable by single or album. Okay, make sure you hang out with us today because later on in the show, we'll be sharing a coupon code for a free download of Sleep for Chattery Minds off the Brain Gangster Beats for Sleep Brainwave Entrainment album. Okay, let's start with the psychology of color. It's so weird because our bodies are so in tune with the color spectrum. It's like we can actually get negative or positive physiological effects just by like looking at a painted wall. I told that story last week about the wall that I painted red in my living room and then couldn't sit in it for six months. So for example, if you want to keep your blood pressure down, you would want to paint your wall a shade of blue and not red. Here's why. Red actually raises the energy level of a room. So it's a really good choice if you want to like stir up excitement, especially in the evening, for example, like in a living room or a dining room, because it kind of draws people together. It stimulates the conversation. It has that energy that makes people want to share and talk and sort of connect. Um, And it's such a stimulating color. It's actually been proven to raise blood pressure. So it raises your blood pressure. It gets that adrenaline pumping. It speeds up the heart rate. It speeds up your respiration. Like this is not a color to be taken lightly if you're one that wants to relax. No, I am like, I don't want any red around me. Go away, red. No. And it's it's usually too stimulating for a bedroom, which... It sounds like you would want stimulation in a bedroom, but sex is like 30 seconds once a week versus how often you want to go in there and relax, right? Well, I mean, it could be more than 30 seconds, but... (laughs) I'm just uh, kidding. (laughs) 
<laughs> after that, you do want to be able to roll over and sleep, and you're going to be too angry with all that red staring at you yeah, that you're not exactly. going to sleep. Unless you have, like, you know, your own little 50 shades of gray going. It's probably less appropriate for a bedroom color. And you also have to be red because it can, I mean, and obviously, if it raises your heart rate, your respiration, it's dropping that adrenaline, it can actually make people a little pissy. So just like the living room, I couldn't sit in my living room because I was pissed off all the time because I had painted it red. So it's just not a good idea to have it like as the main color of a room, meaning like all over every wall. And I even had it just as an accent wall and it's still screwed with my head. Yeah. And especially one that everyone congregates in because seriously, no lie, red has the ability to break down any peace and harmony you're trying to create in your house whatsoever. It's like a giant fire and you're supposed to just sit there with fire burning on your arm, behind your head, on the couch, whatever. Exactly. You're like, this is hot. I don't like this. It's hot. It's pissing me off. Yeah. And I mean, that's why red and yellow, like we've all heard, or at least, you know, a lot of us are familiar with the fact that red and yellow are used in marketing for, for restaurants because red stimulates the appetite and yellow speeds up the metabolism. So... It's supposed to be something that makes you hungry. So color has power. We're going to be talking about this this whole entire show. Color has power. You know what? That might be why I'm not going to name any names or anything, but maybe that's why you like that one uh, Mexican restaurant so well that has red and yellow colors and you won't quit talking about it. Me? Yeah. What Mexican restaurant with red and well, yellow colors? It's, it starts with an F and ends with an Uzzies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuzzies. Oh, my gosh. Did you get to eat there yet? No, I didn't. Oh. But it's not because the colors were not enticing because they are. <laughs> I promise. I, I'm hungry when I drive by there, but it is totally that, that marketing ploy of the red and the yellow. And it's like, oh, and, starving. And their vegetarian tacos and the fuzzy sauce is just to die for. So this fuzzies, is not fuzzies, a paid, this exactly. is not a paid advertisement. <laughs> Exactly. Fuzzies is not paying us, though we no. would take payment in tacos. And we care of, yes. more about tacos than money. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Well, hey, that brings us to another color, yellow. Um, you know, yellow is just such a fun and happy color, and it makes me think of sunshine. I'm always just joyous when I think about it. However... Uh, yellow also has that same capacity to speed up the metabolism. So it's a uh, perfect color for like your kitchen thinking like, dude, if I'm in over the yellow kitchen, I can eat more because my metabolism's faster, right? Yes. It's also great in bathrooms. Think about in the morning, you're like, oh God, I don't want to get up. But then you see your like little bathroom just shining a nice yeah. little yellow. You're like, oh, I can get up today. I'm you ready know, to get ready. You know what take the on color, the day. You know what the color yellow reminds me of? What? This is going to sound so cheesy. Oh, cheese. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> no, you. Oh, man, that's so dumb. That was, again, <laughs> not, I did not pay her to say that it does. on this. It does. <laughs> like, yellow and then, and just sometimes depending orange, too, just because that's just, like, you're, like, summer to me. Um, I mean, hashtag awkward. However, I would totally agree that I, without a doubt, associate with yellow and orange. And it is like the the happiness and the joyous aspect that it is portraying is what I really jive with. 
And, you know, like I said, it just, it makes you, with the bathroom perspective, being able to get up and get ready. It gets that start, that fresh start. I wonder start if that would help your constipation issues. I mean... Like, I wonder if that would be like getting every, like even your bowels started. I was trying to remember if my bathroom's ever been yellow, but it hasn't. I went with brown, just thinking, you know, brown, let's go. Yeah, well, you used to have that red, and that's probably why you didn't ship for yeah, seven days Yeah, that's sometimes. why, because my body's like, get me out of here, I'm angry. <laughs> that poop was like, I am not coming out into this color. Uh-uh, oh, there's too much anger in this room. I don't want to come out here. Um, but the crazy thing, though, to keep in mind, is that although that yellow is that fun, cheery color and joyous, and it makes you happy... It's not a good choice for a main color scheme of a room. And that's oh, because, too much you know, of a good thing thing. Too much of a good thing. And it's, I mean, you could equate that with me too. Like, <laughs> you probably take me in small doses. I don't know. You know, it's just like SpongeBob. He's yellow. You got to be easy on how much you get of that uh, interaction with that right, color or that right. person. You don't want to always look at SpongeBob. Like, you need to rest your eyes on Patrick occasionally. Yes, and that's also because that color yellow is very tiring on the eyes. So, um, I mean, you shouldn't be looking at the sun, but just think about it. Like, it, you can't be looking at that bright yellow color because your eyes are like, yeah, it's so bright. I'm, I need to take a break that's from tearing. That's true. That's so, true. Yeah, and don't put this in your baby's room. I know it seems like a neutral color, and you're like, I don't know if I'm having a boy or a girl, so I'm just going to paint the room <laughs> yellow. Don't do that. That's a bad idea, because guess what? You're not sleeping, and neither is baby, and it's probably not a good idea. So Why? They uh, get agitated? Yeah, they seem to cry so morning. Stimulating. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Okay. Well, so, think about it. Like, if it's telling them to stay awake, and they're like, but I'm tired, and the right. room's like, but they're just awake, pissed. Be happy, and they're like, I'm too tired to be happy, and they just start crying. They're like, I'm a baby! <laughs> because babies totally say these kinds of things out loud. I'm a baby, and I can't take yellow anymore. Oh... <laughs> So yeah, so yes, it's joyous. Yes, it totally has the same characteristics as little Carrie over here. I won't be putting too much of it around Small because doses. yes. So blue then would be a great, and this is not gender related. Blue would be a great color for a baby's room, whether you have a boy, girl, or alien, whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, because it actually lowers your blood pressure. It slows your respiration and slows your heart rate. So blue is considered calming and relaxing and serene. And it's perfect for like bedrooms and bathrooms because, you know, who knows? You might get more work done in the bathroom if it's blue or your bowel might. Right. You, have to, you do have to pay attention to the shade of blue, though, because like a pastel blue can come across as cold if it's on the walls. Especially yes, if it's in a true. room that doesn't get like a lot of light, it'll sort of take on those gray tones, which is chilly. So if you want like a Zen vibe, do like warmer blues like periwinkle or a bright blue like a turquoise. And that blue is a great vibe in rooms also where people gather like family rooms and living rooms and kitchens. Like there's no there's no way to go wrong if you do the right kind of blue. But you also don't go for the dark blue because it actually has the opposite effect. It can create feelings of like depression and sadness. Yeah, so, you have to be careful because yes. I mean, just think of the word. The word blue generally means if I say I'm blue, it I'm doesn't blue. mean I'm relaxed. It means no. I'm sad. It means I'm sad. So don't right. use dark blue. Stay with the lighter shades. 
and the warmer blues to give you that nice calm effect. Yes, which brings us to the next color, green. So green is actually considered the most restful color for the eye. Um, thinking about combining that quality of that warm blue that we talked about and the cheerfulness of yellow, green can work with any room because just think about it. It's a good color for encouraging things like unwinding or relaxing or being comfortable. Um, it can help it actually. It is a great color. Yes. And I it makes just remembered that a green feel more like together. Yes. I just remembered a green room I had and I can't, do you remember? I can't remember where it was. Do you remember a green room? I don't remember a green room, but I can tell you this, that like we were at one of your friend's houses one time that I hadn't met yet. And she had such a good green color on her wall that I literally left her house that day with a paint or with the gallon of paint from her house. <laughs> so maybe is that the green I'm thinking of? Maybe. maybe. I didn't have a green wall, but it was a really awesome green. Yeah, it was Melissa. She had that good green. I was like, oh, I love that color so much. Yes. And I took the gallon with me. Yes. Okay. That's the green wall I'm talking uh -huh. about. I'm so glad so, yeah. you remember that stuff. Okay. Well, sorry. I don't generally remember things, but. No, you uh, really don't. I'm actually nope. shocked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's believed to be relaxing and calming. So think again about the bedroom. Um, and this is a crazy thing too, but it's also believed to help with fertility, which would make sense if you think about being relaxed and calm. Um, if you are having fertility issues, going into a red bedroom is probably not going to help things out. So, <laughs> um, you know, if, if everybody's calm and chill, that might make things right. work out a little better. Just so go, just going with the flow, man. Right. Literally going with the flow. Ew. So yeah. Um, but is that a semen joke? Um, <laughs> I didn't say those words, but <laughs> I love, um, I love throwing out like biology stuff and anatomy and gross things to make you like instantly awkward. Yeah. And I'm like, if you all could see my face, it's not, <laughs> not the normal I love, color. But it's at the same red. time, at the same time, it's only because you're trying to portray to anybody that would listen to this, that knows you, that you're not the way you really are, which would totally be to use way worse words than semen. <laughs> oh, right. Like, I won't even say that word unless we're talking about the company, because I think there's a company called that, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> um, but you know what? Also with green, it's the same thing. Like, um, you want to choose the, the hues that are relaxing and comforting. I mean, there are, if you think about greens, there's like the, the bright green that is not going to be relaxing in a bedroom. So, again, it's looking at the greens and then making sure that you're Shades. picking the right hue. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, and this is the thing. Once you're conscious of the way color affects you, then you can look at a color and go, what does this do for me? You know, right. You're more receptive you start, to the feeling. Yes. Then it's once you know, holy shit, this stuff can really affect me. Then you can start really being more in tune with how things affect you. Right. So you can pick a shade depending on does it make your I always feel it in my solar plexus Does something open it up or close it. If it closes it, my, my ass is out of there, whether it's a color, a person, you know, an idea, whatever. Right. You know what I just realized going back to yellow? What? <laughs> Maybe um, where you equated me to yellow. The funny thing for all of our listeners is that we literally fight nonstop. <laughs> Maybe it's because the yellow comes back into play. You're like, okay, too much of a good thing. Oh, well, what color am I if you're yellow? Um, I don't know. I have to think of that. I don't know that answer. It doesn't come. It doesn't come to my head immediately. Me either. 
But whenever you first see me, um, because again, to our listeners, we're not in the same state. So when we first see each other, it's that cheery joyousness. But then after a while, you know what I think? There's the yellow. I just think that we're such nice people that we come together to just beat the shit out of each other. (laughs) Not even because we're mad at each other. We're just taking everything out on each other because we know it's a safe place to just let. Because, I mean, like, sometimes I'll fly home and I'll be like, oh, my God. Like, I (laughs) I have to text you and apologize because I was such a dick. But then we also both immediately, if somebody apologizes, like, are you kidding? You do not yeah. have to apologize for that. It's so the dumb. best. But there's a lot of opposites for you and I, um, I think, that make us, like, butt heads and, and all that stuff. But I also think that that's all what brings out, like, the best in us, too. Right, right. So well, it's yeah. a good balance. But it's nice to have somebody that you know will never, like, we laugh when we're fighting. But we are still fighting. Like, we're legit fighting. And there is literally nobody on earth that I fight more with than you. Not even my husband. Like, my husband and I, uh-uh. it's not no. that, you know, you and I... We are like, it's funny, but anyway, yeah. okay. That was I a little like backstory. Yeah, yeah, we gotta keep moving on. Okay, so let's talk about purple. Purple is like this, this color that is, if it's like a dark, like an eggplant, it can be something that's associated with obviously like luxury, like you see that deep eggplant mm-hmm. color. You think the good warm linens at a nice hotel. Yes, and I do love that color. And it also is a color that that eggplant color will really stimulate creativity. So it still has like a little bit of the fire of the red and a little bit of the of the calmness of the blue. It's almost like this perfect combination to stimulate your creativity. And then the lighter versions of purple, like lavender and lilac, they have those same restful quality um, that blue does. So you can put those in the bedroom and you can put them up on the wall without the risk of being chilly because they're naturally warmer colors and purple is a naturally warmer color than than the blue is absolutely but the next color is not a relaxing color and again it's associated with me and it's one of my favorite colors and I don't wear this color but I sure get happy when I see this color and that is orange it's such an exciting and energetic color I mean like how can you not be happy when you see orange I bet it's my favorite I can't say it's my I can't say I have a favorite color because I truly love all colors, but I bet it's the one it and turquoise, especially together, are the two colors that make me so happy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the good tangerine orange is the one I absolutely love. Yes. But um, the, the thing that you can play off of with orange is that it's a very energetic color. So like if you have a home gym, think about putting orange in there because when you get in there, you're going to feel like today's my day. I'm really going to rock it. Um, you can think about actual gyms that are actual gyms out there that you can go to and they have lots of orange in them. You know, really? there's, you know, I mean, just think about the, <laughs> like, I, I obviously I don't go into gyms. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm like, I don't know what the inside of a gym looks like. <laughs> there's like the, it's the bright orange and lime green that you will see in a lot of gyms. And it's like that orange is just very, there's a lot of energy behind it and, it's exciting and you just feel like renewed and you're like, I really, I'm going to go kill it today in this workout. Right. Um, 
But it's also believed that it's crazy this to think this, but that orange was used to heal the lungs and increase energy levels in ancient cultures. So it's like, even way back whenever this was taking place, I don't even know if they call it the word orange, but oh, you know what I mean? Like yes, they were able chromo, to use... That's chromotherapy. We need to do yes. a show on chromotherapy. Yes, so we do. It, it's, it's, the, it's healing with light, the different colors of, of lights depending on... You know, um, some people believe in the chakra system, which are the different and are associated with different colors. And so these lights sort of sync up energetically with these colors to sort of balance out the, ch the chakras. Yes. So, oh, yeah. So cool. even, you know, many, many, many years ago, they were able to figure that out, that it's able to actually have healing properties to it. But the other thing to keep in mind is that this, again, is not a good choice for living spaces or bedrooms. Same reason as um, the yellow. And, you know, personally, I love the color orange and I have orange all over my house. But I use it in those little pops of color like we've talked about in past shows. You know, yeah. it's just like throwing on something that gives you that pop of orange where yeah. it's not overbearing. Right. But yet you get that happiness that you see when you get that color or when you get that color in your room. So it's making sure... To use it uh, in moderation and use it in rooms that need a lot of energy. So, yeah. like a really office. just your workout room. An yeah. office. I had my office as orange for that reason. Do you remember when my office was orange? Yeah, I was going to question that though. Why? Because I wonder if it's uh, good from an office because you might not want to be sitting. Like, you want to be up. Like, it's, it would be hard for me to concentrate, I would think. But I don't that's know. A, I don't have an that's a good question. I mean, I just feel like I have trouble concentrating no matter what. So I might have not even noticed that it was even less, uh, that I was less able to concentrate. I think it may have been the orange color because the orange color is like, get up, get up, yeah. get up, get up, Well, get up, it's, supposed to, it's supposed to stimulate creativity, too, which is why I put it in the office. But, you know, at some point, too, um you have to use colors too as whether to ground yourself or to give yourself more um airspace depending on where you are like i'm always in my i'm always in the air thinking 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 thoughts 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 so i need colors that are going to ground me right right and so i use a lot of neutrals um like a black gray white or brown maybe i'm a neutral is that what my color would be a neutral no. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought I was just—I don't know what my color is. I'm not saying there's no way that you can't be neutral because I'd have to really think about that from like literal science and and the chromotherapy that you're talking about. But neutral, this the word neutral. Yeah, is too sounds neutral. plain and boring. Oh, right. Okay. And I can't, under any circumstance, associate you with the word neutral. Like, you can put Carrie equals orange, and that's great. You can't put Stacy equals neutral. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't work. Okay, well, I do love neutral, though. I love neutral because I have, like, so much tchotchke and accessories that are super colorful that like right now all my walls are like this warm white and then I have all my colorful stuff that kind of pops out. And that's why I love sort of that neutral backdrop because then you can have like a blank canvas. And just like you said, like I can, I, I can 
add things to liven up my space and I can take things away to calm down my space. Like that's how easy it is to adjust your environment just based on color. So now that we know how colors affect us psychologically, it's a great tool to use depending on what you need in a particular space. And please, it does not have to involve painting a whole room. Like Carrie and I are way too lazy for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've done it, but Carrie just starts bitching a lot when there's like too much effort required. Or, that's why we fight. <laughs> or I just start spilling. Remember the yes. brown paint on the white yes. carpet? That was fun. It just gets ugly. Like, if there's effort, it gets ugly. So anyway, here we introduce the lazy guide to adding color to your space for not a lot of cash. So yes, again, from the lazy perspective, you know, it's just paint one wall. Just do one wall. Commit to that one wall and see how you feel. You know, another thing to think about when you do that one wall is that if you decide you don't like it, you've only committed to one wall. But it gives you that chance to add that punch of color without a major renovation. So again, it's a quick DIY project and you can figure out if you like it, but it gives you that pop of color and it'll really make a difference in that room from just that one little wall. If you think about it, Yeah, totally. um, another good place is like, um, if you have like a fun house, it's got those little nooks and crannies or like little a fun house that looks like you're upside down and looks like the rooms are small and then they get big and then they're crooked. Well, I mean, if you have that, then it needs to just be all orange and yellow. But if you have like, <laughs> Insets like bookshelves that are you know built in, or maybe a plant shelf, depending on how it is. Painting those an accent color would be fun because it's yeah, adding that dude. color, but yet nothing yeah. crazy. But it's the it's totally the lazy way, and I, yeah. I dig that. So an even lazier way, which I love this way, is uh, throw pillows or like a good fun throw blanket because literally you buy that at the store because you saw the color and you thought, oh my god, that's so cute. And you put it in your cart and you get home, you throw it on the couch and voila, beauty right there. Because again, we start our um, houses generally with the neutral colors, a neutral couch, a neutral wall, whatever that may be. But then if you add those pops of color, it adds more of the energy that you're looking to add to your house. And I like how cool pillows are now. Like you can be like, okay, I want like a world market vibe or a pure one vibe or a, a whatever classic vibe. It's like, there's so many different pillows with different colors, different. I mean, it's just, I love, I love that there's so much out there now. Well, and you can change up the fabric. So there's yeah. different fabrics and different colors. And, and then um, Stacey and I will not be doing this, but you could technically uh, sew your own pillow cover. <laughs> oh, yeah. We won't be doing that, but no. I mean, you could, you could. I would totally do the kind where you can tape the seams with seam tape. I would totally do that's as far as I'm going. No, you wouldn't. There would be three seams taped and then one wouldn't be and right. then you'd run out of tape. I would yeah. never finish the project. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's just plan to not be in charge of making our own pillows. No. But again, if you don't need the lazy side of this guy, just the cheap way, then make your own pillows. Knock yeah. yourself out. Knock yourself out. Okay, add a bit of Mother Nature. So green plants, flowering ones, they add color, they add fragrance, they add texture. And I just feel like plants add good vibes to your living space. Like every week I go to Trader Joe's, I buy a $5 bouquet of lilies that now I have to change the flowers because my cats are apparently like it'll kill them instantly or something. But Jeez. anyway, I put them. Yeah, if that sounds dramatic. They're like, don't even let them drink the water. I'm like, OK, Jeez. I won't buy lilies. Uh, side note every, no lilies for cats no every time i walk by i every time i 
I am so mindful and I appreciate them because A, they're beautiful, but more importantly, they smell so freaking good. And every time I walk by and see them and smell them, it's like an instant mood booster. Like you can't be pissed off when you just smell lilies, you know? No. And you know what? It's such a good um, point that you bring to where you're at the grocery store and you make a, a effort every week to buy that little bouquet because yes. it's $5. It's $5. Like you'll spend more than that on a drink. You know, yeah. so yeah, so I just that's what I want to I want to spend my money on there. Those it's so important to me having those flowers. Yes. Oh my gosh, I bought some Gerber daisies the other day. You mean Gerbera? Is that really how they're pronounced? No. Oh, no. <laughs> I I want to call them that now. Gerbera. I brought I bought some Gerbera daisies the other day just because they were orange and you know cute and whatever. Dude, those things, I came home, like, the next day, and they were all bent over like they were kissing their knees. Aww, that's sad. I, I always plant those on my house, and it, my husband always gets me the best yellows and oranges because he knows I'll see those and just be instantly excited and happy. Well, these were not happy gerbera that's, daisies, but there anyway. Is. Those gerberas were jerks. Little assholes. <laughs> Okay, another yes. way, add a funky lamp or a lampshade. Even if you're more traditional in your decorating, you can still add a cool point of interest by finding a lampshade that's colorful or fun or like a cool print. And there's, like I said, just like with the pillows, there's so much more stuff out there. I mean, I used to have to make my own lampshades just because I wanted cool, funky ones. I glue all this like dingleberries and whatever to it, but... You can just go with, that's the great thing about lamps and lampshades. They're so cheap. You can totally go with what is trending because they're easily replaceable. So, for example, right now, one trend is those old school florals from the 80s. So, and I and at first I hated it because I've already lived it. And now I'm starting to like it. So I'm like, okay, who cares? Buy a lampshade and then, like, throw it out, you know, in three months when you're sick of it. So... Lampshades are cheap. They're easily interchangeable. So go nuts. Go crazy with it. You know what else you can do? You can throw some color on your flower. Mm. There's so many fun rugs. And think about the rugs. Like most rugs incorporate more than one color, if you think about it. No, I can't say most, but a lot of them do. But they've got your patterns. They've got your colors. And it's an easy way, again, to be able to quickly change up the energy of a room and spice things up essentially oh, that yeah. because it's adding texture it's adding color um and it can be put anywhere you know it can get be a small rug it can be a large rug and go in any room so it's like even if, if you, you have carpet yeah yeah if there's no spot a rug can't go is what i always like to say whoa <laughs> whoa <laughs> i know getting crazy um, you know what else I love to do is put mirrors out because the mirrors in a in general will just be reflecting the light off. So adding more light to a space is a good thing to do unless you're trying to like do photography or sleep, I suppose. <laughs> but, you know, being able to reflect off those fun colors that you've added to your sofa or to your accent wall is really a, just a good way to keep incorporating more little pieces that are easy and cheap and lazy, but yeah. yet have a high impact. Yeah, just don't buy the kind that you have to like um, hang exactly perfectly spaced apart because that adds that take that adds that takes away the lazy factor. You actually have yeah. to measure and stuff. Ooh, woof. Yeah, that little kit from like your local <laughs> department store that's like, oh look, nine mirrors for only nine dollars. Don't right. do it. Don't terrible freaking idea. do it. It's the worst ever. <laughs> it's way better to buy one large mirror for seven times that much than to buy the little kit with yes. nine. 
Yes. Because hey, you, they won't thing, hang those. No, they don't come hang those for you. But another uh -uh. thing that can be a pain in the ass, and this is why I like to go simple, that you have to hang is art pieces. And everyone loves art, but it doesn't have to be like Van Gogh. Like you can take... I, I mean, all of us with our phones now take pictures all the time. Just it doesn't have to be some great picture. It can be just a cool picture, simple pictures with colorful mats. And now they have printed mats that you can do funky stuff. You know, you could do mismatched frames. So it's just a cool way to introduce like new colors and shapes into your space, like through the prints even. You know, you can put in colors into your room that you normally wouldn't have through a print um, because it's a, just a small part of the big picture, and B, easily replaceable. Right. Uh, no commitment. <laughs> yeah. So no commitment, no grand commitment, and not a lot of cash. And then, like, and you can switch things up more frequently, too, if you like. You're like, you know yeah. what? I'm over that picture. Guess yeah, what? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what it's so easy just to switch the stuff out. Just have your basic stuff and then... Um, and then we talked about this already, but like painting the back of a bookshelf. So sort of a way to add a pop of color without it being too overbearing and obvious is to take the insets of the shelf and the shelves of a bookshelf. Oh yeah. Color. And then the outside of the, the bookshelf, another color. Um, and it sort of gives it a pop of color. And then the contrast is, is cool. It makes your stuff pop. But then also have you seen, I want to do this, but again, like I'm always like, I'm going to do it. And then I never do. I love the look of books sorted or uh, grouped by colors. Have you seen that? I haven't. And remember, I've only um, read like three books in my life. So it'd be a pretty sad display <laughs> of color, <laughs> but you could do it. You're right. Well, I it is I'm going to have to I'm going to have to put a picture of it on braingangster.com just because it's just so cool, but it's such a it sounds like it'd be like obnoxious, but it's so cool and so soothing. I love it. So Oh, I, I was going to use the word soothing. Yeah. I can yeah. imagine it would be very soothing to you because is. it's a, just a it's fun to see an ombre of color in general. Yeah, and then whenever you see it's like it's it wasn't meant to be that ombre of color and you yeah. place things together to build that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Your eyes aren't having to jump around. It just kind of like, ooh, you just scan to the left. Yeah, and you're like, oh, right. I feel so comfortable in yes. that bookshelf. Yes. And they'd come to my house, and they'd be like, so angry at that bookshelf. There's like two books and not enough color. <laughs> <laughs> um, so since I don't have any books to do that with, like I think I said this earlier, but, you know, getting some fun blankets and some fun throws yes. to have because – um, first of all, if you are a book reader, it's awesome to have a blanket to snuggle up with. Um, but also just, you know, having that blanket there for whatever the cold winter months are coming around or like me, I'm always cold. So it's a nice pop of color, but it actually has a use in my room. So it's not well, just sitting there and not then, being used. Yeah. You can also do like a seasonal change. So you can do like a, a lighter, a breezier fabric for spring and something super cozy for fall and, you know, a faux fur one for winter or whatever like that's what I have a a what's it called bench on my front porch 
my god. Yeah, yeah. I just forgot. There. And I change the pillow for everything. I have a pillow out there and I change it for every holiday, right? Like whatever goes above the bench, there's two nails and then a pillow gets changed out. And it's so fun. It's so freaking cheap. I go to Hobby Lobby and I go get like $5 signs and a $10 pillow and it makes me so happy. And I know that's cheesy, but I'm telling you, this is what I figured out. Life is seriously about all those little tea tiny things. Like I'm sitting here always waiting for something huge to happen. And I'm like, it's never going to be a huge thing. It's just these little tea tiny awesome things that end up eventually being your life. Yes. Literally, I found a giant sticker. I don't know if it was supposed to be like wallpaper or what, but I found it on clearance, and I was like, I don't know why I need this, but I'm buying it. And I ended up putting it on my pantry doors. I think I showed you a picture of it, but oh, it's just yes. a black and white print. Yeah. And like, I was so excited. I was like yelling really loud, and I was like, yes! Oh my gosh! It looks so this. cool. We have to we'll um, put that up. Hey, will you remember that we have to put these up on the Brain Gangster website? Well, I won't, but I'll write it down to do that. Um, do but. That. It's, it was a small pop of color, and it was actually, if we're all going to be honest here, a neutral color. So it wasn't even what you would expect being what I've been talking about. It wasn't the yellow or the orange. It was black yeah. and white, but it has such a dramatic effect yeah. in this small space. And it, was, it, it fixed a situation that bothered me in that I didn't like how those doors looked. They were just too plain and boring. And adding this clearance item that wouldn't think that I would really need that ever made such a huge impact. I'm really upset that you didn't take my original OG gangster idea of the tissue paper mod podged onto your pantry door. Like, well, I um, I don't know if you recall, but you and I did that to my side table <laughs> and my 12 year old decided to resand that table. And he gave me stern instructions to never do that again because it took <laughs> forever to sand it off. <laughs> That's awesome. So okay. yeah, but quick pop of color, color, super easy. Yes. And if we can do it, I promise you, you Seriously. guys. Seriously. Okay. So next up, how the benefits of color can actually improve your food choices. Like, what? yeah, it's so awesome. Okay. First, let's give out that coupon code. Visit BrainGangsterBeats.com and click at the link at the top of the page for a free download of Sleep for Chattery Minds off the Brain Gangster Beats for Sleep Brainwave Entrainment Album and use coupon code B as in boy, G as in good, sleep, BG sleep at checkout. Okay, now let's talk about adding a pop of color to our diet and why that's so important. So Fruits and vegetables fall into five different color categories. I'm a, I love this segment because there are multiple words that Carrie and I are not going to probably pronounce right, so it's going to be awesome. Okay. And we're, and we're going to say it like, like, mm, like coping. We're going to, I'm going to say it like I know what I'm talking about, and then everybody will pronounce it that way, and then they'll all blame us. But that's Yes. Fine. Okay, so. Fruits and vegetables fall into these five different color categories. It's the red, purple, blue, orange, green, and white, brown. Okay. So each okay. color has its own set of these sort of unique disease fighting chemicals called phytochemicals. And it's in these phytochemicals. That's what gives fruit and vegetables their color and some of their nutrient properties. So, I mean, basically what it boils down to, we need to be eating a rainbow of colors as often as we can. Um, 
Carrie, let's start with red. All right, let's go to red. So red fruits and vegetables are actually color colored by the awesome lycopene. See, I said it right. <laughs> so lycopene is this powerful antioxidant that can help reduce the risk of cancer and keep our little hearts healthy. So think about the need for that red lycopene whenever you're looking at your tomatoes and your radishes and your strawberries and your rhubarb, um, cherries, red grapes raspberries, watermelon, red apple. Um, I'm sure I've missed some somewhere along the way, but red and orange fruits are also among the highest in vitamin C. So think red lycopene, think red, a large amount of vitamin C. And again, you're going to need those for lots of reasons, mm. but lycopene, cancer fighting. Just imagine that cancer fighting kung fu artist, the red chop, chop apple. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the red chop chop apple. I got it. Yeah. Okay, so purple blue group. This is one group, purple blue, and the plant pigment anthocyanin is what gives those purple blue fruits and veggies that distinctive purple color. So anthocyanin also has antioxidant properties. So it protects cells from damage, it reduces the risk of cancer. Um, stroke, heart disease, all those awesome things that antioxidants do. Um, examples of the purple-blue group would be beets, which took me a long time to eat beets. Oh, jeez. And then I ended up in the ER because I had beet juice one day, and then the next day I thought I was bleeding from mm -hmm. my entire guts. Yes, um, so side note, be, re be write reminded. Write yourself a note. If you drink beet the juice, next day, your toilet may show signs of red beet juice. <laughs> Just leave yourself a note by the toilet that says, I swear you're not dying. <laughs> right. Save yourself that emergency room trip because it, it's long enough that you're like, oh, my God, you totally don't remember you ate beets because it's long enough away Dude, that you don't remember. I was headed in to get an MRI or, you, or a CAT scan. I don't know. I don't remember which one. I've never had any of them. So anyway, okay, uh, red cabbage. Eggplant, purple asparagus, which I love, blackberries, blueberries, purple grapes, plums, all those yummy purple fruits and veggies, and the anthocyanin. Ooh, look at us busting out these big words. <laughs> so um, I like that you gave me the orange and the yellow. It only makes sense. Um, but the orange and yellow fruit and vegetable group um, gets their vibrant color from something called carotenoids. And that was one that I totally had to look up how to say it, but um, they're not rotten, actually. They're actually fantastic <laughs> for you because they um, have one of the ones that you had heard of before is beta-carotene. I know we've all heard of that before. Right. Um, but that is found in your sweet potatoes and your carrots and your pumpkins. And that beta-carotene actually changes into vitamin A to help keep your eyes healthy. And there's also uh, another carotenoid is called lutein, um, oh, yeah. which is stored in the eye, which is stored in the eye, and it has been found <laughs> to prevent cataracts. So, um, you know, we all need to be able to see if we're going to have all these pops of color around our house. It would be yeah. best yes. if we made sure to consume lots of orange and yellow fruits and vegetables. I feel like um, we don't appreciate our eyeballs until we uh -uh. start losing our I vision. totally agree. You don't think about it. Like, whatever, they're always there. Yes. But guess what? You need to take care of them because you don't want the age-related eye diseases that come into play. No. And you certainly don't want to lead to blindness because that would be terrible. So I'm sad that I have to have reading glasses. I mean, 
it comes with the age, but you know what? Maybe if you, if you start stocking up on these yeah. following fruits and vegetables, it might help you. So think carrots, think lemons, sweet potatoes, pumpkin, pineapple, mangoes, corn, mm. oranges, squash, peaches, Yummy. nectarines, apricots, and grapefruits. So it's not like there's a short list to pick from. Yeah, and they're so all yummy. So make sure that you are tapping into that Talk orange and yellow group. sweet potato. And I like sweet potatoes. But <laughs> just think, if you don't remember to have the orange and yellow, think, you know that podcast, that girl's really excited all the time. What was her? Oh, yeah, orange and yellow. Orange <laughs> and yellow. Right. Your body and your eyeballs get excited whenever you eat these orange <laughs> and yellow fruit. Promise. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so green now. Green vegetables, they always get like the short uh, they're like end of A the... plus. No, I was gonna say they get like they get like the A plus from the Oh nutrition wise yeah. Yeah. A plus. People wise D. Oh uh, yeah. Thumbs down. Yeah, but I think they get a bad rap. They contain like a huge range of phytochemicals. They have carotenoids, indoles saponins that we were talking about yeah we i told you get earlier. your saponin saponin all of these have anti-cancer properties so and then like leafy greens like spinach or broccoli they're also um awesome sources of folate and they boost your iron levels so you know what else you're forgetting which we have deemed as one of our bffs before what click 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 chlorophyll oh i know yes why isn't chlorophyll? Well, because nobody's going to just dump some algae in their mouth. No, but they but should. It's good to add it. Yes. But it's um, that green gloriousness is what I like to call it's it. So it's like this. It cleans your blood. It's like mm -hmm. this whole alkaline. Uh, it's like a spa bath for your blood. So ways that you can get that green in is spinach, asparagus, avocados, broccoli, peas. Peas are also, and broccoli, like this awesome source of protein, too. Mm -hmm. um, and spinach. And spinach. Green apples, green grapes, limes, kiwi, green beans, lettuce, cabbage, celery, cucumber. Those are all under green. But think about this whole list. Those. It's the other so thing to think about is... Well, I was going to say, like, expand your horizon. Like, you may see yeah. something on it, like, ew, turnips, gross. I don't want to try that. And I know, personally, I don't try some things, not because I don't like them. I'm just too lazy. But if you try these things, you're going to find out they're actually really good, and they're good for you. Let me so, tell you this. Score. I, and I can't remember the name of the fruit. I totally just lost it. But I just tasted it for the first time. Um... What the hell is it? I just tasted it for the first time like three weeks ago. Oh, and then it's not jackfruit. So I was going to say like jackfruit? Kumquat? No, no, jackfruit has, I do not, I have to flavor that. It is these little things that's almost like you have to eat, they're like little miniature oranges, but you have to eat the skin and all. You pop Yeah, isn't mouth. that a kumquat? I think that's a kumquat. kumquat. Yeah, that's what oh, I said. Yeah, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I you just never... pop those in like little candies. Dude, they change like Willy Wonka in flavor from like this sort. You yes. think it's going to be bitter, but then the skin sort of follows it up with a sweet. Like I could not believe I was 45 years old. And I'm very open. I mean, with what I eat, like I'm open minded and I'd never had one. And it is my literally my favorite fruit. Like I can't believe I waited that long to try it. So, yes, please expand horizons. Like that's the cool thing about this is that you can go. 
I need, I'm gonna go to the grocery store, I'm gonna get some red shit, some green shit, some yellow shit, some orange shit, you know? Yes, and get different shit every time. Yeah, and then, and just try it. Like, if you don't fancy it, you don't fancy it, but you know. And the other thing that I do, like, the way that I am more, um, more likely to try new foods is if I try it at a restaurant first and it's good, then I will come home and I'm more, so I'm just saying expand your horizons with food no matter what, indefinitely and everywhere. And your body will thank you for giving yourself that plethora of different types of nutrients. All these different nutrients going in. And it's like, instead of thinking about, oh, I have to eat vegetables, I have to eat fruits. It's like, no, you know what? All I'm thinking about is how many different colors can I get on my plate right now? Yes, but don't forget about brown and white. They may get thrown to the bottom of the list. Like, they're not worth anything, but they do. Right. They still do contain a good amount of phytochemicals such as allicin, which you can find that in garlic, which we all know garlic's Mm. good for us. Um, but it's known for the antiviral and antibacterial properties. So there's definite goodness to these quote unquote neutral um, fruits and vegetables. And also think about things like bananas. We know those are good sources of potassium. So, you know, after you've killed it at that orange gym and you're sore the next day, go tap into some of those bananas, man. Those really are going to help out um, from that soreness level. But it's also just like, again, it's giving yourself a variety of different fruits and vegetables so that you're giving your body everything that it needs. Cause it doesn't just need one green thing or one yeah, yellow. Exactly. It and, it, a- and it does start losing its effectiveness. If you start eating the same thing over and over and over too. Yeah. It's so like your it body up. becomes lazy trying to extract the nutrients. It's like, uh, been there, done that banana f- for, you know, six months in a row. So yeah. Always needing to switch stuff out, but it's like the, the little guy at the bottom, that little ghrelin, um, <laughs> little guy, the ghrelin guy, he sees that banana drop down. And he's like, oh, God, yeah. oh, I'm delicious today. I'm done. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I'm going to keep growling. Okay, so it's so much easier to balance out our nutrients and food when we think of them just like this in terms of colors. So we need to be eating the rainbow to actually really, truly stay healthy. So Brain Gangster tip of the day Use color to set the ambiance of your mood, your body, and your space. Yes. Yes. Get it going. Get it going. Okay. Thanks for listening to the Brain Gangster podcast with Stacey and Carrie brought to you by BrainGangsterBeats.com Brainwave Entrainment. Pop in your earbuds and let the binaural beats and isochronic tones adjust your brainwaves. Visit BrainGangsterBeats.com for more information and don't forget to use the coupon code that we gave you earlier in the show for a free audio download of Sleep for Chattery Minds off the Brain Gangster Beats for Sleep album. Yay, go get that. And hey, guess what? We'll be back next week to talk about more fun and exciting topics with you guys. Later, Gators. See you later. Bye. It's fun.